You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We have made it, folks. It is NFL Draft Day, and I am so excited to preview the draft on today's show. First, we are going to talk about the draft schedule. When does the festivities kick off each of the three days? Where can you watch the NFL draft and where can you find the Locked On Podcast Network, including my coverage and analysis of the draft in real time. So I'm going to break that all down for you guys to start the show and just let you know exactly where you can find the draft and find coverage of the draft from your boy. Then we are going to dive into the Tennessee Titans needs in the draft. So just one more quick look at what the Titans biggest needs are. I'm going to tier them out tier one, tier two, tier three, talk about who's currently on the roster at those positions and what types of players the Titans need to fill those needs. And then after that, we are going to go forward and I'm going to talk about the most likely candidates that the Titans are going to add on Thursday night in the first round and also just mention the consistent name that I'm seeing pegged to the Titans with less than 24 hours until the NFL draft. So I could not be more excited to dive into the 2021 NFL draft preview. It is draft day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! Titans fans, the day has come. And what I always say every single year is the NFL draft is like Christmas Day, but not being able to open your presents until 8 p.m. It's absolutely unbearable to make it through the day and wait as the time just slowly, slowly creeps. So I'm sorry that we're all about to experience that together, but the payoff is amazing and that will be the NFL draft. So let's talk about exactly when things kick off on day one, but also day two and three, how the rounds are split up. Also where you can watch the draft and where you can find the locked on podcast networks analysis, including my instant reaction and analysis to the Tennessee Titans selections. Number one, the NFL draft kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The draft is being held in Cleveland, Ohio. You'll be able to watch it on regular television, on ESPN, on ABC, on NFL Network, as well as even ESPN Deportes if you would like to enjoy the draft in Spanish. But what I really want to tell you guys about is that this year, and I've been you know mentioning it On the show throughout the week, this year the Locked On Podcast Network and the Draft Network are actually 
pairing together to bring you live draft coverage. Like, I'm talking about completely live the entire time. They're going to have different guests on. They're going to have different people talking. The, the Locked On Podcast Network and the Draft Network are literally putting on a live television program streaming throughout the entire draft. I'm going to be on probably multiple times. So just to give you an example, the Jaguars pick first. They take Trevor Lawrence. My buddy, Tony Wiggins, host of the Locked On Jags podcast, is going to be on the Locked On NFL's live draft coverage. This draft coverage will be streaming on YouTube, on the Locked On NFL's YouTube page. So go there right now. Literally, take your phone, go to YouTube right now, type Locked On NFL, subscribe to the page, and when the draft actually kicks off at 8 p.m., round one on Thursday night, Instead of watching your traditional TV shows like on ESPN and NFL Network, check out the Locked On Podcast Network's analysis from local experts, people who cover their team only, breaking down each pick and telling you how much that fits their team. Also, you're going to get analysis from guys from the Draft Network who literally their entire career, their full-time job is to cover the draft and cover prospects. Not these guys who are on TV every day talking about random stuff in the NFL. No, these people cover the NFL draft all year round. So you're not going to want to miss that coverage. It's a new thing that we're doing. I think it's really going to take off. And I think you guys will really like it. You know, I I don't mean to say this as an advertisement. This isn't a scheduled ad. I'm just trying to let you guys know about the amazing content that you can take that's different from the traditional content that you're used to when following the draft. So go on YouTube, check that out live. I'm going to be on there, like I said, throughout the draft process. I'm going to be coming on, talking to all the different people that are hosting the show, breaking down the Titans picks, what they could do here, what could what they could do there. If the Titans trade up in the first round, as soon as they make their pick, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be on live. So you don't want to miss the analysis that we're going to be putting out there. Also, want to remind you that it's not just day one. That Locked On NFL live draft coverage is going to be streaming on YouTube throughout the entire draft. That means day two, when rounds two and rounds three kick off officially at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're going to have your live draft coverage going with it. And then day three, the final day of the NFL draft, is rounds four, five, six, and seven. And that starts at noon Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. And I mean, the seventh round pick for the Titans. I'm going to be on breaking it down for you guys. So make sure that you check that out. I would really appreciate it. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page rather than watching ESPN or ABC or NFL Network, things like that. I think you'll really enjoy it. And it's going to be something different, something new that I think will bring a lot of value to the draft experience. But we are going to move forward into the Titans-specific information in today's NFL Draft Preview. We're going to talk about what the Titans' biggest team needs are. I have them tiered out by position. And then also to round out today's show, we are going to talk about which names make the most sense for the Titans. I'm going to rank those names in terms of which ones I want the most. And then also, finally, I'll tell you just what the latest rumors are saying the Titans will do. But before we 
get into the rest of today's show, do want to remind you guys that stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy and they have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NFL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNFL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL and get started today. Let's get into the Tennessee Titans team needs and who they currently have at those positions, which can tell us what kind of player they need at each of those desired spots. But before we get into that, I know I told you guys about where you can find the live streaming Locked On NFL Draft coverage, but I also have to take a moment and let you know that I'm going to be putting out live reaction videos on social media as soon as the Titans make their picks or make their moves. You can find those on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, which is my personal account, or on Facebook with the show account at Locked On Titans Pod, or you can just search Locked On Titans as well. Like I said, going to have live reaction videos posted on social media after the Titans make their picks. Also, with all of this in mind, how could you possibly miss out on all of the podcasts that I constantly put out Monday through Friday, not only during the season, but all year long? There's not another Titans content creator constantly grinding to give you guys something to talk about with the Tennessee Titans like I do. So make sure that you follow the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But as for team needs... Taking a look, and I did this in tears because saying, you know, this need is more important than this need, or it's kind of hard, but when you break it up into, into groups, it makes it a little bit easier to consume and makes it a little bit more sense. So for me, the first tier of needs for the Tennessee Titans clearly includes wide receiver, cornerback, and offensive tackle. That seems like a slam dunk for me in terms of the top needs for the Titans team, and it makes sense when you look at the depth chart at wide receiver. You have A.J. Brown. You have a solid veteran like Josh Reynolds. But after that, 
Nick Westbrook Akina? No, 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 no. That's not a guy who can be your third or fourth wide receiver. Cameron Batson, we already know that he's not a full-time number three wide receiver. He can't possibly replace the Adam Humphreys role. So that makes sense. The Titans do need to add wide receiver there. Now, do they need to add one of the top wide receivers in the draft? I don't know. Could they go in the mid-rounds and a Monroe, St. Brown, a Tylen Wallace, something like that, a Cade Johnson maybe in the fifth? Yeah, maybe so. Would that solve the problem? No. But in this offense, how much do the Titans need a third receiver like that? I personally think that they do need to address it a little bit earlier than the fifth round or the fourth round, but it will be interesting to see how John Robinson wants to play. Either way, what we do know is the Titans will need a slot wide receiver or someone who can at least play in the slot as Josh Reynolds and A.J. Brown primarily focus on playing outside, and that's their best position anyways. Next, we have cornerback. That's something that a lot of you guys, if you had to rank it, you would say that's the number one position of need for the Titans. Of course, we have the newly signed Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins, but he's in his 30s. That's not a long-term answer to bank on. On the other side, you have Christian Fulton, hopefully, but Fulton missed a ton of time last year. Is he a starting-level cornerback? We hope so. So doesn't John Robinson, but we don't know right now. And then after that, you're looking at Breon Borders, who had some good games for the Titans, but there's a reason he's bounced around in the NFL. I don't think the Titans are all of a sudden going to have a starting-level cornerback on their hands all of a sudden. He can be a good rotational guy. I feel comfortable with him as the fourth cornerback. If the Titans want to go with Borders and Jenkins outside and then Fulton in the slot, I would be okay with that. I'm not super comfortable, but at least okay. Okay. And after that, though, you're looking at Kevin Johnson, who everybody hates, but I think could be serviceable in the slot. You got Kareem Orr, who primarily plays in the slot. Chris Jackson, who was a disaster last year, who plays in the slot as well. So it's obvious to me that the Titans need somebody who could play on the outside or or if if they don't want to worry about all those slot guys and they see Christian Fulton on the outside like I do, they need to get a cornerback who can play in the slot. But either way, if the Titans take a cornerback high enough in the draft, I don't care whether they play slot or outside because ultimately they can replace Fulton or Jenkins long-term if they're good enough. So cornerback is another primary need for the Titans. Then I have offensive tackle. So I've been a proponent that the Titans can downsize the contract and the player at offensive tackle because the system the Titans run is friendly to offensive linemen. But I think the Titans are at a little bit of a breaking point with Kendall Lamb or Ty Sambrillo. I think you're really flirting with how much the offense can help that position. That... I would be okay going into the season there just to see how it plays out, but I certainly do think, like I said, they're flirting with the line between you can get a downsized offensive tackle because of the system, and you got to have guys who can actually play too. And Kendall Lamb, Ty Sambrillo, neither of those guys are more than a backup. They're really not. So offensive tackle, definitely one of the top tier needs for the Titans, and they need to address it within the first 100 picks. Next... We go to the second tier of needs for the Titans. And I have tight end there. I know that I was a big, big pusher of let Jonu go. We don't need to pay him. This offense can sustain less tight end talent. Well, that's true. But the Titans are in a position where I still wanted them to add a Kyle Rudolph. 
I was talking about. Because the Titans still, while they have Jeff Swaim, who's the blocker, and Anthony Ferkser, who's the pass catcher, they still need a guy who can kind of blend that so they don't tip their hand. So I think tight end is a little bit more of a need than maybe people would think that I would think. But someone like Hunter Long, Brevin Jordan in the third round, the fourth round, somewhere in there, I think that could make a lot of sense for the Titans. And that's probably one thing that I think could surprise people. If the Titans go tight end in the second round, I think it would surprise a lot of people. But I wouldn't be as surprised based on the potential that they have. I really like Hunter Long, man. I just really like Hunter Long. So I'm okay with the Titans getting a tight end with their first three picks because if it's Hunter Long, I I, I can kind of live with that. The next need, however, is edge rusher. And while I'm happy with the addition of Bud Dupree and I think Danico Autry's addition does help the Titans pass rush, still the Titans just have Bud Dupree coming off an ACL, Harold Landry going into the final years of his contract, Derek Roberson, who's really never developed as a run stopper and an every down linebacker you can count on consistently, although he is a decent pass rusher. Outside of that, they have Ola Adaini. He's a special teams player, guys. He's not that. Uh, Tazar Skipper, Wyatt Ray, Nate Orchard. No, no. No, that's, that's just really not going to do it. So the Titans do need to add an edge rusher at some point in this draft. They just gave themselves a little breathing room by getting Bud Dupree and Nico Autry. After that, I have safety. I guess it all comes from the fact that I'm down on Dane Crookshank. Played one play last year when he was healthy the year before. I know that he played all right against Baltimore in the playoffs, but I think the Titans just had Baltimore kind of figured out. The Titans' defense played great against Baltimore in the playoffs, even though they lost. So to me, Dane Crookshank was just having a good day as product of the entire defense, having a good plan for Baltimore constantly. I'm not high on Dane Crookshank as anything more than a special teams player. I think they need to add someone who can legitimately play safety. Matthias Farley is just a special teams player as well, in my opinion. You have Amani Hooker who's going to be coming out of that back deep safety, third safety role. He's going to be taking over the Kenny Vaccaro role. So to me, the Titans could use another safety who could actually contribute in year one like Amani Hooker did. I've been mentioning like an Andre Sisco, a Caden Stearns, somebody like that I think could make a lot of sense for the Titans. And again, that could be a position where they may surprise you with how early they take somebody because I do see it as a secondary need. Then the third needs, the tertiary needs, I have interior defensive line for the Titans. They have Autry. They have Jeffrey Simmons. They have Tyre Tart. They have Laurel Murchison, the fifth round pick from last year. But outside of that, they have Dalen Mack, Woodrow Hamilton, Bruce Hector. I don't really trust any of those guys to actually make the roster. Tyre Tart and Laurel Murchison both struggled last year as well. And while I expect some improvement from them, I don't know if it's enough improvement to let that just be the rotation. The Titans could add uh, some depth in there in the fifth, sixth, you know, seventh round, just somebody to compete with Murchison and Tyre Tart and see if they can hit. The Titans have done a pretty good job of identifying defensive linemen late in the draft or even as undrafted free agents. So I trust John Robinson to add somebody of quality who can actually, uh, you know, compete, like I said, for a rotation spot on the defensive line. Next, I have off-ball linebacker Rashawn Evans. This is going to be his last year in Tennessee. Jayon Brown is on a one-year deal, and this could be his last year in Tennessee. David Long has had up-and-down moments, and I'm high on him but I don't know if he's a full-time starting inside linebacker for the Titans long-term. So it might be a good idea to add some young depth and see if you can hit on a linebacker in the middle rounds in this draft. Then I have interior offensive line. The Titans offensive line is old guys. Ben Jones, Roger Saffold in their 30s. Um, Nate Davis is young, but Ben Jones may not be on the Titans after this year. Roger Saffold probably only has two more years left of quality play. So the Titans would be wise to add an interior offensive lineman in the 
middle rounds of the draft just to have some depth to compete with Aaron Brewer. And, you know, the offensive line experiences injuries. You need to have a lot of depth on the offensive line. It's such a key position, such a key group. So I don't think it's ever a bad idea to add some depth. And I think the Titans could get some zone-specific interior offensive linemen in the late rounds of the draft that would make a lot of sense. Next, the final position that I want to talk about is kicker. The Titans have not signed Steven Goskowski back, and while I do expect that to happen, the Titans may go after a kicker in the seventh round of the draft just to, uh, no pun intended, kick the tires on one. So that's uh, something to watch late in the draft as well, but that's going to do it for the primary needs for the Titans. We are going to move forward and talk about the realistic targets the Titans could have in the draft. I'm going to rank those prospects for you in terms of which one I want the most, and then also just give you a little tidbit on the the rumor mill of the last few hours. So we'll get to that next. Before we do, do want to tell you guys about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have a ton of NFL draft props up, so you can go place all your wagers on the NFL draft. Also, baseball season, NBA season, and NHL season are in full swing. The Kentucky Derby happens this weekend as well, so a tons of things you can go and place some solid wagers on. Make sure that you head to betonline.ag, use their website or your mobile device, sign up for free today, use the promo code locked on. That's one word locked on, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to see all your auto and body parts needs from hundreds of manufacturers. You can choose the different brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. You can quickly see everything that they have available. The catalog's unique. It's remarkably easy to use. And with a few easy clicks, you can get anything that you order delivered directly to your door. Best of all, like I mentioned rockauto.com's prices are always reliably low and they're the same for everyone go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath where you put your shipping information amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Titans fans, before we get into the realistic options that the Titans have in the first round and what the latest rumors are, just want to let you guys know, you might find two episodes in your podcast feed this morning. As I started doing when I took over the show every year for the draft, I do my own personal mock draft. And what I do is I record it as a quote unquote books on tape version and I pop it as a bonus into the podcast feed. So you're going to find that there. So if you're listening to this first, just know right after the episode is done, the official Thursday episode is done, you can go right into my recorded mock draft. I'll be putting the picks on a thread on Twitter. I'll also be putting the full mock draft on Facebook. The descriptions are so long and my blurbs for each pick, I can't fit it all on Twitter. So I'll just do the picks that I have on Twitter as a thread. I'll release all of the information and all the descriptions for my picks on the Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. But 
But remember, you can check out the audio version of that mock draft in the podcast feed right now after you're done with this. But first of all, want to go over the realistic options for the Titans in the first round. At wide receiver, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Also, I think that in a trade-up scenario, Devontae Smith is a possibility for the Titans. At cornerback, I think Caleb Farley, Greg Newsom are possibilities for the Titans, like Elijah Moore and Rashad Bateman. Those are the two corners I think realistically could be there. But like Devontae Smith, J.C. Horn could be a trade-up target for the Titans. And if they if they do trade up, I would expect it to be for Devontae Smith or J.C. Horn. At the other positions, offensive tackle and edge rusher or linebacker in general, I have Tevin Jenkins, who has been linked to the Titans in some capacities, although that's cooling, so that could be a possibility. Uh, Zaven Collins, who John Robinson has worked with hands-on at his pro day and has been linked to the Titans, could be an option if the board doesn't go their way. And then Christian Barmore was originally kind of floated with the Titans, but with the off-field concerns that have popped up and um, the the needs for the Titans, I just don't see that as a realistic possibility. So we're looking at Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Devontae Smith, J.C. Horn, Caleb Farley, Greg Newsome, Tevin Jenkins, Zaven Collins. If I had to rank those prospects in terms of who I would want the most, the one I would want the most is J.C. Horn. The one I would want the second most is Devontae Smith. But let's leave them out of the conversation since that would probably require a trade-up for the Titans. As for the people who the Titans won't have to trade up for, in my opinion, Rashad Bateman, Caleb Farley, Greg Newsome, Elijah Moore, Tevin Jenkins, and Zaven Collins. That is my list. I want Bateman the most. I think he pairs best with A.J. Brown. I know everybody loves Elijah Moore, but the Titans don't typically take guys that small. I worry about guys that small and their versatility. And in the Titans' offense that creates yards after the catch, I just think Bateman is a perfect fit. So I like Bateman the best out of the realistic options. Then Caleb Farley. I know about the back injury, but to get a guy that talented at that spot, it's hard to pass up. There's a reason that the Saints are trying to move in front of the Titans to get Farley. Then Greg Newsom. I think that cornerback is the Titans' biggest need overall. And quite frankly, like I said, I'm just not as high on Elijah Moore at pick 22 as most Titans fans seem to be. So for me, I'd rather have Newsom at 22 than Elijah Moore. After that, though, I would go Elijah Moore. I'd take Elijah Moore over Tevin Jenkins or Zayvon Collins at this point. Um, although I'm not as high on Moore as everybody else seems to be, he is still an explosive player who can help the Titans' offense, and I would rather come away with a wide receiver than an offensive tackle or Zayvon Collins, considering the depth on the edge and the depth that offensive tackle in this draft. So that's how I see things. And speaking of Elijah Moore and how I would take him over the last two, all of the reports and rumors have Elijah Moore going to the Titans. Mina Kimes mock draft, Charles Davis, who has a good finger on the Titans, has them linked to Elijah Moore. Matt Miller, who also has a good feel on the Titans, has them linked to Elijah Moore. Teron Davenport from ESPN, who covers the Titans, took Elijah Moore in his ESPN mock draft. So at this point, it just seems obvious The Titans last year, everybody had them linked to Isaiah Wilson, and they went with Isaiah Wilson. So to me, the people I trust and the people we see who have a beat on the Titans, it's probably realistic. So I see them going with Elijah Moore at 22, ultimately, if if the realistic six guys who we talked about, Bateman, Farley, Newsom, Moore, Jenkins, and Collins, if those are the guys who are there for the Titans, I think they ultimately go with Elijah Moore. But... 
as a little bit of a tease, I think the Titans can get Elijah Moore and also pick up some extra picks. So hear me break that down in my mock draft that is in your podcast feed right now. Please check that out. Also, I'm serious, guys. Please check out the Locked On NFL Live draft coverage. I'm going to be on there a lot over the weekend. Check out my social medias for my Locked On Now live video hits and reactions. It's going to be a great weekend, and I'm excited to spend it with you guys talking Titans football. But... That's going to do it for me today on an NFL Draft preview of the Locked On Titans podcast. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.